and thank you for listening to Best of the Nest. SCSU podcast by students for students. My name is Jason. And I'm Maddie. And today we're joined with McLean. And we're here to talk about some undecided majors. My name is McLean. So my major is, as of right now, public administration and communication with a minor in marketing. I'm considered a four-year student. However, if you consider all the years I've gone to college, it's more like a ninth-year student. So that's what we're here to talk about today. So we'll jump right in. This episode is about undecided students. Do students really have to change their major? Do they have to declare a major? What does undecided mean? So let's start with the biggest question. Do you have to declare a major? I'd say no, uh, not until at least your junior year. Um, that's when you start getting into like the major specific classes anyways. I would say like you don't have to at all. I know a lot of majors you have to decide pretty quickly. So like if you decide, if you come in undecided and said, okay, I want to go into nursing, you have to make that decision pretty quickly versus I want to be a business student, I want to go into accounting, then you don't have to make that decision until your third year or so. Typically, it depends on your major, but coming undecided, you will find your niche no matter what, I promise you. So it's fine. Yeah, you definitely, when you apply to any college, you can start as undecided. So you don't have to declare one. However, to graduate with like an actual bachelor's, you will have to declare one at some point. So you'll have to decide within like four years usually. Yeah, that's just make a decision, but you know, it is not, it's not immediate. So McLean, I'll ask you, what are some benefits to having a declared major? Um, so from my experience of actually the reason why I continue to declare a major anytime I switch is that I get the core majors out of the way, um, the classes that you need for those majors. Um, and then by the time I end up switching, I have all the genetic requirements. I have the uh, major requirement done that if I decided I don't like what I switched to, I can go back and then I'll be ready to graduate. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a great point. When I started as an engineering major, I know like my very first semester I had engineering 101 and I would not have had that if I didn't declare, but you can always take that your second semester or your third semester if you declare later. So I would definitely say like, there are some advantages if you get to start and see what that major's like earlier. Mm-hmm. Like in business now, I've taken accounting and marketing, so I know what those business classes are like. But again, you can take them at any time. So yeah. I think I'm the only one here that actually stuck with their original major, I think, with accounting. So typically, I I like coming in as a decided major already because I came in and I knew exactly kind of what I wanted to do and I started taking the classes immediately that I needed to know. And so when I took those classes, I'm like, oh, okay, well, this makes sense. This is kind of the job I wanted to do. So um, usually you can go into internships a lot quicker too if you stay with your exact major. So you can kind of get right into the fold immediately versus later on for making a decision. So it's, it's a benefit to both. So what are some benefits to starting undecided actually? So at least what undecided is you, don't have an idea of what you want to do, but you kind of have some interest that, that you like. So you can, you know, at least undecided, you be able to explore what other interests you have um, or work on all your gen ed requirements and go join organizations, find out what you want to do as a, a career for majority of your life um, and wait until you have to declare a major uh, and work on the major specific courses at the end of your college career. Oh, yeah. Like I mentioned, I took Engineering 101 my very first semester, 
And now that I've switched to a business major, it doesn't count for anything. I paid for a class that I don't use and won't help me graduate. But it does bring up a big question of like gen eds. In your gen eds, you can really find out what you're really interested in because high school biology is way different than college biology and like every other course. And so you learn really quick like, oh, I didn't really learn much about psychology in high school. Now psychology seems really cool. Maybe I'll pursue that. You can talk to more people. And they don't put you in a box like they do when you declare a major like, oh, you're a business major. We're going to make sure we talk about business things. When you're an undecided major, they talk about anything and everything. You learn more about all these careers. And another good point with gen eds is when you pick a college and you're like, I'm undecided. So many people assume that it's cheaper to just go to a community college and knock out the gen eds because then they they already weren't going to decide. It's not like they could start their four year. And that might be true for some people, but it's something you really want to look into. Because for me, I got a scholarship here out of high school, which made all of my credits way cheaper than it would have at community college. And that happens for a lot of people because we are one of the most affordable universities. We're the cheapest in terms of per credit hour. When you get a, even a small scholarship, it ends up being cheaper than your community college. And then when you become a transfer student, you don't get as big of scholarships all the time. Sometimes you get more, but most of the time you get less. So I think even if you're undecided, that doesn't mean you can't go to a four-year institution. It just means there's different things to look at and make sure you look at how much it's actually going to cost both ways. I know I talk to a lot of students that say they have an ish. I always ask them, like, if they have an ish, something. So, like, business-ish, engineering-ish. If, like, if you literally know nothing, that is still okay. That's why you take gen ed courses in the first place. I know a lot of people, when they take biology or chemistry, like, mm, I'm good off that. Thank you, though. But, like, other classes, they may take a math class. and be Like, okay, well, I really enjoy math. We have applied mathematics, right? We have a lot of different majors for you to decide. We have a lot of different things for you to decide. So that's why I kind of lean for people to come to a four-year university rather than a community college. I I love community college. I know my brother went to one before coming here, and he loved it and absolutely enjoyed it. So I wanted him to enjoy that experience too. But it's one of those things where we want you to come here to really enjoy the college feel, and then maybe you'll meet up with a friend or a roommate, and they're like, oh, okay, well, I know your personality already. We're already getting close friends. I think you'll be really good at this major. And then we have course surveys online on our webpage that will happily actually help you make a decision for yourself too. And those help a lot. I know a lot of high school students to those and they're like, oh, those are terrible. Ours are actually, ours are actually works. Ours are really nice. I promise you that. So they'll help you out. They'll really make a decision for you if you don't really want to make decisions for yourself and you have tons of time to make that choice. Sometimes they don't know an ish that they're interested in, but they know one that they definitely are not going exactly. into. For me, no matter what, I was never going into healthcare. Don't do puke. Don't do blood. I'm not going into healthcare of any sort. Don't like germs. But other people, they're like, I know I want to help people. Like, I really want to work with people. And then you're like, well, that's healthcare education-ish. Like, that's something you can lean into. And like you mentioned, we have the focus test, which is kind of like career cruising, but way better, where it gives you majors that you actually can do, not like pro-athlete to 90% of the boys in Michigan. And... It really pairs you up. I know when I changed my major, I used that. And then again, your word of mouth from friends. When I wanted to change my major, I know I talked to Amber about it, and I was like, I think I like business, don't really know. And it feels good when you have a friend who's like, 
yeah, I could totally see you in a business yeah. setting or as an engineer. So those it, are really good points. And it's crazy because I like talking to people and I'm still an accountant. Uh, they also really go together. I got to figure out something because I need to talk to more people. I think auditing is still what it's going to be, but we got to figure out something. I miss talking to people. Accounting's not fun. Yeah, and we have people who can help you pick a career with accounting and communication aspects to there it. There we go. We're going right into auditing, boys. Right, right into auditing. Okay. The next question is, what are some strategies to help you decide what type of career or major you're interested in? McLean, I know you've gone through a few majors, so what strategies do you use to help decide what career you're really looking for? Um, well, so I started college out in Georgia Southern, um, and I was a network and IT major. Uh, it was what my mom was in, so I was like, I'm just going to go in it. It would be pretty easy to do. Uh, after one semester at Georgia Southern, I moved up to Michigan again. I started at Western. I was going for pre-med, and I did two years there, got the pre-med stuff down, took the MCAT, and I didn't get into U of M. So I immediately, once I found that out, I broke down, and I made the unwisest decision that you could make in a stressed out, unclear thought process, and I enlisted in the military. It was a bold choice. So... It took five years with the military to kind of figure out that I enjoyed helping people. I was paralegal in the Army. It was the first thing that I could do. It's not what I wanted to do, but I loved it 100%. And so I was like, I could do a lawyer. Let me go help people and be law. Well, unfortunately, I found out the hard way that the paralegals do all the work, and I'm someone that has to do work. Um, I'm not someone that sits back and doesn't do any work. So being a lawyer wasn't my niche. So after that, I came here out of the military. Uh, that's how I got to SVSU. And I knew I wanted to do something to help people. So I got in politics, but poli-sci and economics. I did not realize at the time that economics required six accounting classes. Um, unlike Jason here, I do not like accounting. Yeah, me neither do I. So. <laughs> yeah. so it just took a lot of give and take for me to to find out that I wanted to help more specifically students of you know help them figure out what they want to do after I've had almost every major a college can offer so you're on like number 28 now right something like that but yeah so like for me the strategy was get some life experience you know go out and um, explore the options that are there you can do it while you're still going to school. You know, if you're undecided, get, you know, do your un, um, your gen ed stuff. Go to these career fairs. Talk to the people that are actually doing the jobs, even if it's not something that you've ever thought about doing. In fact, we've got an admission representative who, when she first started uh, college, she was going to veterinarian. Um, then she realized after training at a vet that she was allergic to animals. And so... Um, she ended up changing the social work. She's one of the two people I've talked to who've helped me decide that social work was where I wanted to end up with my major, especially since it has more than just the therapy option. Uh, you can go into macro social work, working with the larger populations. So I know what I want to do as a job for the rest of my life. However, getting the degree in case something changes, that's the thought process in my head, um, especially on the GI Bill, because... Uh, you're restricted to what classes you can take based on the major that you're in. And so GI Bill will pay for me to keep getting my majors, but I have to 
a lot of the times when I switched, it was, I want to take this class because it's going to help me out and it's going to help me figure out what I want to do, but I had to change my major so I could take the class. Well, I understand that. So like, like I was talking about earlier, like those focus tests, they help so much. So when I was a sophomore in high school, I wanted to be a DNR officer for the longest time. So I went to Flint, Carmen Ainsworth. So like I was in a very urban town, did not know anything about farming, hated farming, did not understand it at all. And I moved to New Lothrop, nothing but farming. I'm like, well, I should probably figure out something I should do in my life because I don't want to just play football for the rest of my life. So I took that course and they said, well, you would be really good at being DNR officer. I was like, mm, okay, I'll go with that. And then I joined the FFA and then I became the treasurer of the Lothrop FFA chapter. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I really enjoy working with money. I really enjoy this a lot. So then my advisor told me, he said, hey, you should maybe think about doing accounting. I said, you are crazy, sir. I am not doing that at all. That was the worst decision I, you ever just gave me. He said, well, just try it. I took a couple of accounting classes um, at Lawrence Tech University where I went to first and I really loved accounting, but I didn't really feel as loved there because I wasn't an engineering student, which is fair. They're one of the best engineering schools in the world. I, I'm not going to knock them, but I came here and I really enjoyed accounting more thanks to Dr. Jadala, who became an absolute rabbi for me for any decision I made. So it's not one of those things where you have to make that decision so early. We have so many different tools and so many tips and tricks to get you to make a decision. Like I said, you will meet a professor anywhere you go and they will help you out immediately or they'll do the complete opposite. They will show you exactly what you don't want to do in your life and then you will be move in a different direction. But life is mysterious in a lot of different ways. So you will make a decision whether it's the right one or the wrong one, but you will get on track. Every decision is for a reason. So make your decision, take the test, find out what you actually like and I promise you it'll help you. Yeah, I know when I changed my major, I really had to look at, like, what am I good at? And math is definitely my strength. I was an engineering major, had to take Calc 3, and I sat down with engineering professors and was like, I have no clue what I want to do with my life. I planned out, like, a 20-year future as an engineering major. I was like, I'm going to work for this company. These are the cars I'm going to work on. I'm going to have kids by this age. And then when you decide you don't like that major anymore, you really have, like, your whole imaginary life really changes and so I sat down with those professors and my bosses in the admissions office and I was like I have no clue what I want to do I like working in an office I like math I took the focus test and that really helped me decide that I wanted to go into business and I really started at the big end of like I want to be a CFO someday and then worked backwards to finance and accounting as majors because that's what most CFOs have and then I also worked with Jadala. Shout out to Jadala. He's amazing. He really is the reason I decided my second major was accounting. And I then talked to him about what do I have to do to get to that position? And it hel he helped me decide that I want to go to law school too. So it's really cool to see like you're going to make mistakes in what ma majors you want to be or what classes you take. But those mistakes and the people around you when you make those mistakes are really what helps guide you back to where you really want to be, which I think is amazing. But So now to close the episode, we're always going to ask the last two questions at the end to our guest. So the questions are, what is the best thing about college or SVSU, and is there any advice you have for future students about this topic or not? Um, that's, 
This was tough. Um, there's a lot that's really good with SVSU. So particularly, um, my favorite thing is the, the, the community, I guess. Um, the faculty, staff are all helpful. I have not had a single faculty or staff member that was not helpful for me finding out what I wanted to do or even, you know, helpful with the classes on, you know, what classes I wanted to take. And then I guess final piece of advice is it's okay to fail. I mean, you you learn from the growth of your failure. So it's okay to take the MCAT and not get into your first choice of, of med school. It's okay to take the LSAT and have to take it five times. It's okay to not know what you want to do because you're figure it out eventually. And it's what you're going to do after college is probably going to be the general area of what you're going to do for the rest of your life. So if you think about it, it's like, do you want to, you know, be a doctor for 40 years and then retire? If that's right, then work towards it. And if you fail on the MCAT, go back again and take it. Only so many options that you have when you first start college on what to do because you don't have the experience. So definitely go out and, and fail. That's a great piece of advice. Thank you. I would say like failure is a part of life no matter what. I, I love that because I failed so many times in my life trying to get here and learning that it's okay to fail is one of the greatest pieces of advice, especially as a young man. Because my dad told me that at a young age, he said, yeah, it's, you're going to fail. You're going to fail a lot, but it's about how you get back up. I used to wear a bracelet. I broke last year, and I'm still upset about it, but I used to wear a bracelet. It's called, it said, fall seven times, but stand up eight. And I've always lived by that statement because it's never about how many times you fall. It's about getting up that next time. So it's always seven, and it's stand up eight. You're always going to be standing up the next time, always counting ahead never looking back. So I, I love that. That's, that's really nice. I like that. And as we close, we want to thank the SVSU PTW department for allowing us to use their podcasting studio and equipment. The PTW major has a lot of avenues, including journalism, broadcasting, editing, software development, and usability studies. Thank you.